greater than 40% of the actions that we take in a single day are out of habit. We literally do them by default, greater than 40%. Think about that for a second. In your own life, greater than 40% of the actions you take are out of habit. You do them by default. You did them because you did them before. And when you command your cadence, you facilitate your habits. Hello, I'm Clay Steens, and welcome to the Choose Life Podcast. If you're new with us, the purpose of the Choose Life Podcast is to engage in a conversation about what it really means to be radically human, courageously authentic, and purpose-driven. Each week, we spend 25 to 30 minutes discussing different ideas to pursue a more meaningful life. This week, we're talking about commanding your cadence, and I am excited to talk about commanding your cadence because this is literally the word that I am made fun of the most by my team. All the time, that just I get smiles because I think, I don't think, I know for a fact that I perpetually talk about the cadence in my life, the cadence of our company, the cadence of this, the cadence of that, and they almost just start giggling at me, laughing at me because they're like, Clay, come on. But the truth of the matter is commanding your cadence is critical to choosing life. Let's start by doing this. Let's define the word cadence because sometimes things can get lost and we all have different interpretations. So I want to give a a clear definition at the start of what we mean by cadence. And this is how we're going to define it. The flow or rhythm of events, the timing or spacing at which events and actions happen. In my own vernacular, I would say the grid by which we live life. Growing up as a child, I continually uh, played piano. This was a gift that my mom and dad gave me. They started me in the discipline early and I loved doing it for a while. And then I got too cool in middle school and I quit. I've regretted it ever since. And I wish I had stayed with piano. And so we, Kirsten and I have been very intentional to get our kids into piano early. It's such a foundational musical element for our brains, for our lives. And I have learned about how critical it is for the cadence as well. I sit and listen to my different children and when their music, as they're learning the different spacing, as they're learning the different timing on the notes and the transitions, when their cadence is off, when the spacing between the notes is off, it's actually really painful to listen to. Seriously, I will be in the kitchen listening and be like, oh my gosh, this is, it's like almost almost like fingernails on a chalkboard grating when the pacing is so off and they're clanging different notes and the timing's off when the cadence, the grid by which they play is off. But as my children have gotten older, especially my oldest Noah, as he's played for years and years and as he's developed a more consistent cadence, a flow and a rhythm, all of a sudden the music begins to give life. The music begins to be flourishing. The music almost begins to inspire me as opposed to when some of the younger kids are learning it, it almost exhausts me. And the truth of the matter is, this is how our cadence and our life is as well. For everyone, you, me, everyone around you, everyone has a cadence in their life. The question is, is it life-giving? Or is it exhausting? Does it allow you to flourish and thrive? Or does it leave you overwhelmed? Commanding your cadence brings chaos into order. Commanding your cadence turns hopes into habits. Commanding your cadence provides flexibility within structure. Commanding your cadence 
is critical to choose life. And this is the beauty. You get to choose the cadence of your life. No one gets to give it to you. You actually get to choose the cadence of your life. And as you begin to do this and be intentional and live this way, what you begin to find is there's actually an optimal cadence for you. Now, this optimal cadence, it's actually a fluid cadence. It's alive, and it actually has different factors that contribute to it. Even though you're choosing it, there are elements that play on it that allow you to find the optimal cadence for your own life. So a few thoughts on the optimal cadence as you begin to find that in your own life. A few thoughts on these. The first is this. Every priority or event has its own optimal cadence. Every priority or event has its own optimal cadence. For example, brushing your teeth and showering, these cadences, these need to be more frequent, right? If you're going every week, not brushing your teeth, if you're going every month, not brushing your teeth, we have problems. Like we need to talk about that. You, me, everyone around you already knows that we need to have a conversation, right? The optimal cadence for that is more frequent. Now, for visiting family across the country who live a long distance away, a flight, a 20-hour drive, etc., obviously the cadence for this is going to be less frequent. They're both priorities. They both matter, brushing your teeth and visiting your family across the country. But the optimal cadence for them is different. So the, the first bullet to just think through is that every priority or event has its own optimal cadence. A second point is this. Everyone's individual cadence is unique to them. Everyone's optimal individual cadence is unique to them. Some of this is your wiring. Each of us is kind of wired differently, have different temperaments and wiring. And so some of you might be morning people. That's me, hand up in the air right now. I am a morning person. I love it when it's dark. I love it when it's quiet. I love it early, early, early. Some people hate that, right? You know those people who aren't morning people and they're like a night owl and they produce their best work late at night after everybody's asleep. I have been learning this personally right now. I'm currently working with a copywriter. She is uh, contracting with me to help me on my own personal book. It's the first book I've written. And so we're working together. And what I've learned very quick is she and I work on totally different schedules. She works late at night from like the 10 till maybe 1 or 2 a.m. range. And I'm asleep that whole time. And so we've had to build a system around each of our own optimal cadences because she'll make notes and work on the manuscript at night. And then I'm up early in the morning working on it. And so we've built a system to help each of us in our optimal cadence. But what we did is we discovered what our optimal cadence was and how it was unique to each of us. Sometimes work obligations can affect your optimal cadence. For some families, especially maybe orthopedic surgeons as an example, you might have an on-call schedule. And so your optimal cadence as a family might have to look different because you know on a weekend, you're not gonna get family time. So you're gonna have to prioritize that differently earlier in the week to ensure I have time with my kids, to ensure I have time with my spouse because of the fact that your on-call schedule is gonna be disruptive. Sometimes we have physical limitations that can affect it. We work out to a certain level and then we need to let our body rest. Well, some of us can work out more than others. Some of us need more rest uh, more than others because we have other physical limitations. Everyone's individual optimal cadence is unique to them. So the first thing to remember is that each priority or event has its own optimal cadence. The second thing is that everyone's individual optimal cadence is unique to them. A third thing to think through, every season can have a different optimal cadence. When COVID first hit, for probably the 
it was probably the five months before that, we had, we had begun having a Friday morning team meeting. This was a great opportunity. As the company had began to grow, I, as the CEO, had actually lost the opportunity to consistently engage with the team. That means be with everybody all at once. And you know, we're still small enough. We have 15 employees now that, that we can do that, which is actually a great season, a great opportunity to be able to all be together. Well, when COVID hit, what we recognized is all of us being together, even though it was through technology, it was even more critical that it happened more often. Because of that season with the quarantine, with all the noise that was going on, with the entire economy and business and elective surgery all being shut down, what we recognized was I as the leader, we as a leadership team needed to be engaging with the whole team more consistently. So we took this once a week meeting and we moved it up to every single morning. Now we've slowed that down now and as we've reopened and gone back into functioning as a company and back into doing elective surgery, we've now stretched that cadence out to being once a week again. So it's every season can have a different optimal cadence. Another example could be this very podcast. We brought in a, a team member, Michael, and he came in to help us grow, optimize the Choose Life podcast. And one of the things he came in and helped me recognize is that the rhythm that we were doing our recordings on, we needed to actually get it and get some, get some legs, get some stretching out so that we weren't having to turn the podcast over so quickly. We began to stretch out our recording schedule, but what we did to do that is we actually created clusters. So we began to create a whole new cadence that was gonna be more optimal for me, more optimal for the organization, but we had to sprint for a season to be able to do that. And so again, different seasons provide different optimal cadences. Another example from me personally right now, I'm a special, uniquely blessed person that I actually have two moms. I have two incredible moms. If any of you out there have two moms, you know what I'm talking about. It's a unique, special thing to have two moms. Uh, I have a birth mother and an adoptive mom. And it's a tough season. Currently, one of my mamas is sick. She's got a, a degenerative disease that we've been, we've been loving her through and battling for the last few years. And so we're in a unique season. Though I've been reunified with my birth mother and though shortly after we met her and we began to balance as anyone who has become married or who has step parents, when you have multiple families, you know there's always a balance of how do you engage with one family and how do you work holidays and where do you go when? Everyone's worked this dance. But what we have found right now is that our cadence is being affected by the season we're in because I wanna get every single chance I can with my mama because of the fact that she's got this tough disease we are battling. And so we know in this season, our cadence is different and we're prioritizing that time with her. Every season can have a different optimal cadence. So just three, three points to think through real quick there about cadence in your life, about commanding your cadence. The first is that every priority or event can have its own optimal cadence. The second is everyone's individual optimal cadence is unique to them. And every season can have its own different optimal cadence. One idea as you're working through and beginning to think through cadences in your own life and what that looks like, one approach can be to begin to study others around you. Begin to apply and learn and adapt your wiring, your skills, your life as you figure these out by studying others who maybe perform at a high level or maybe are in a season ahead of you or maybe someone that you admire and begin to learn 
some of those things from them. And then you begin to apply them into your own life and see how those cadences, those timings, those spacings work for you. I was listening to a podcast the other day that was interviewing Hugh Jackman of Wolverine and the greatest showman fame, Hugh Jackman. And he talked about meditation is critical for him. He starts it in the morning and he finishes his day that way. And in the morning he talks about, I envision the day in front of me. And then at the end of the day, I meditate and I review how I did on what I set out to do in a day. So he has this cadence of a morning and an evening rhythm. Another interview I was listening to recently had Richard Koch uh, of 80-20 principle fame. And Richard was talking about the way he plans his day is he takes a two-hour bike ride in the morning. This creates thinking space for him. And his cadence, his rhythm of life gets thrown off when he actually moves between, he has a couple of homes. And in one of them, he actually can't ride his bike in the morning through the town because the streets are too narrow and dangerous. And so he gets thrown off when his cadence is disrupted. His cadence gets disrupted and his life gets thrown off. And so another method for you as you begin to wrestle these, as you begin to think these through about cadences and commanding your cadence, you can begin to study others, especially those that you maybe admire or have learned from ahead of you in life. And remember that truth. You choose the cadence of your life. No one can give it to you. You get to choose. There are factors that apply to it, but you get to choose the cadence of your life. Today, I'm actually going to share my personal cadence, a few of these timings and rhythms that I have in my own life. I'm just going to share it as an example. This isn't to say it's for you because, again, your cadence and commanding your cadence is unique to you. But maybe some of the ones I'm sharing here can help you think about things differently. Maybe see them through a different lens or spark an idea that you maybe have heard before and been like, oh, I love that. I want to try that. So here are a few of my own personal cadences as I've gone on a journey and I'm still on a journey to command my own cadence in life and choose life. So my daily cadences. In the morning, the first thing I do is, is Bible reading. It helps me align my day. It puts my mental filter, my heart filter, my posture for the day in the right place. Another cadence that I do right after that is I, I sit in silence. The, the days before are actually pretty full and muddled in my head. My head will often be thinking through a lot of things. I'll be processing a lot of stuff, a lot of inputs, leadership, family, all these elements. And that morning sitting in silence, after having slept, is some of the best processing time for me. Contemplating what has happened, contemplating what's ahead. So again, my morning routine, read the Bible first, sit in silence. Another daily routine, another daily cadence that I have, I call my mom on the drive home. I didn't used to do this. I know I won't always be able to do this, but right now that's a daily thing that when I drive home, my cadence is I call my mom, as I referenced earlier with the season that we're in. In the evening, I journal before bedtimes. I try to do it before bedtime. Sometimes I'll get it in right after dinner just to make sure I get it done, to get that done. And then my final one, kind of a daily cadence that I hold to pretty strictly is, is praying with Kirsten. I try to pray with Kirsten in the evening every single day. Weekly cadence for me. Uh, we worship as a family. This has been tougher through the, the COVID era and doing uh, church via the online platforms, but we consistently still try to all at the same time log into our church from our home and worship together. Kirsten and I have a weekly date night that we hold strictly to. Uh, we plan the week ahead. This is both work and personal. By the time the week ends, 
I want to have my entire next week planned out. This is the optimal cadence for me. Of course, I talked earlier about having that structure provides flexibility, but I want to know what it is. So weekly, I plan that. And additionally, a weekly cadence for me is a Sabbath. If I don't get a day of like rest, mental, physical, emotional rest, if I take one of those weekend days and I fill it up with obligations and stuff, I become exhausted because my timing is off. I'm not commanding my cadence. A monthly cadence for me, we budget. First Saturday of the month, I work through a monthly budget. A quarterly cadence for us, we do a family getaway. That's all of us, all seven of us. We go somewhere, whether it's the lake, we go to the beach, we go just away. We went to a small cabin in the woods earlier this year, but once a quarter, we just get away. We unplug, get away from our routines, get away from everything that's going on, and we hold this cadence because it gives us life, helps us flourish. Another cadence, twice a year, Kirsten and I, sands the kids, no kiddos, get away, just the two of us. This is actually a newer one, probably in the last two or three years, and it has been critical for us as a couple to continue to pursue each other above a kid-centric home, right, to make sure our relationship is strong. And I actually, sometimes you got to do this. I actually, to get us to consistently do this Starting three years ago, I started using my birthday and our anniversary as my two excuses. Those are actually six months apart in the year. It was a perfect cadence. It was a perfect spacing halfway across the year from each other. And so I began to use that as an opportunity to say two, three days. Don't overthink it. You don't have to go all the way to Spain or something incredible. Just get away, the two of us, and have a break. Engage each other. Pursue each other. And then annually, we get away, and do what we call our family planning for the year. We cast vision for the year ahead. We reflect on what we did and learned as a family the year before. We review our finances. We talk about goals we have, and we cast vision for the year ahead of us. And so notice there, there's these different timings. We talked earlier about different priorities have different optimal timings, and that's what that structure there shows. It's not overly complicated. You don't have to have it all perfect at once. You just kind of start, but there's daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, biannual, and then annually. We have priorities that we command our cadence. So why, Clay? Why is commanding your cadence so critical to choose life? I have a couple things that I think are why it is so critical to command our cadence. The first is this, commanding your cadence facilitates our habits. Commanding our cadence facilitates our habits. Habits are some of the most powerful elements of our life. There was a Duke researcher in 2006 who did this large study and what he found was, is that greater than, and this varies, but greater than 40% of the actions that we take in a single day are out of habit. We literally do them by default, greater than 40%. There were some that took it up to 70 and 80%, but they stuck with greater than 40%. They were willing to scientifically say there were things in your own life. Think about that for a second. In your own life, greater than 40% of the actions you take are out of habit. You do them by default. You did them because you did them before. And when you command your cadence, you facilitate your habits. Early as a company, when we first founded Habakkuk in late 2013, we had no 
meeting cadence. We had no timing. We had no grid or structure for our meetings as an organization. I had only worked for one company before I founded Habakkuk. We did not have, actually, I can probably think of maybe two meetings I had had in eight years at this organization. So in other words, we didn't have meetings. We were a small family business. We had no structure. There wasn't much of a cadence. We were very reactive because we were in the surgery space. So we were just reactive to surgery going on. And so we didn't have any meeting structure. So when I founded Habakkuk, I quickly experienced how critical it is to command your cadence because we had no structure, no cadence for having meetings, for connecting, for talking. So we had no ability to scale. So we brought in some outside professional help who were fantastic coaches for us and kind of gave us a template. And they said, create your meeting structure here. It's, you know, here's your daily, here's your weekly, here's your monthly, here's your quarterly. And it was fantastic. Now we've molded it, we've adapted it to fit the Habakkuk culture and all these elements, but they gave me a template. They gave us a cadence structure and we began to use it. We built our muscle over time and because we had commanded our cadence, all of a sudden it became a habit. We don't think twice about it. Now it's just part of what we do. Recently, I was interacting with actually one of the consultants from that company who had given us the original template. And she was asking what was going on within our company. And I I told her, oh, well, the leadership team, our senior staff, we actually have our quarterly offsite coming up next week. And she goes, oh, wow, that's incredible. Great job that you guys are having that. So many companies are falling off and not prioritizing those things right now in the midst of COVID and the disruption and everything going on. Great job. And I was almost caught off guard because I didn't even think twice about it. Of course we're having it. It's a habit now. Because we had commanded our cadence back then, it facilitated our habit now. We didn't even think about it. It's just a part of who we are. That is why commanding your cadence is so critical, because it will facilitate your habits. The second point that I want to make there about why commanding your cadence is critical to choose life is it protects your priorities. Commanding your cadence protects your priorities. Life, life comes at us. Life circumstances inevitably will derail us. They will knock us off center of our purpose, right? Of our authenticity, of being us. Life comes at us. If we don't have a cadence, if we don't know our rhythms, the timing of our priorities in life, when life does come at us, it will knock us off. We're going to become aimless. We're going to drift off course from our purpose. You can almost be listless in life, but having command of your cadence, it actually serves you to get back on track towards your purpose, towards being courageously authentic, towards living the life you were created to live. Think of it like a metronome to bring it back to piano. I can remember those early days where she would have this metronome sitting right on the edge of the piano and it would just And as I was learning the spacing and timing, as I was learning to play the keys, as I was learning the songs, this served as a guide to protect my priority. It served as a guide to bring me back on course in that song. And that's what commanding your cadence will do for you in life. It brings you back on course to being purpose-driven. It protects your priorities that you have chosen in life. Life, commanding your cadence is critical to choose life. Commanding your cadence facilitates your habits. 
Commanding your cadence protects your priorities. We must command our cadence to choose life. A couple of application questions to think through this week, maybe to discuss with your spouse or your friends or your coworkers, anyone else that you have time to engage with this week, but a couple questions to stir some thought in your mind about commanding your cadence. The first is this, what priority in my life do I need to command its cadence? What priority in my life do I need to command its cadence? Another question to ask yourself is who do I admire in life that I can learn one new priority cadence from? This one has served me so well, and I strongly encourage you to think through this this week. Who do I admire in life that I can learn one new priority cadence from? As you step into this week, I also have another ask of you. Would you please take the time, share this podcast with someone that you believe would enjoy this episode, someone you believe that this subject of commanding your cadence would be life-giving to. Also, subscribe for free on iTunes or Spotify so that you don't miss a single episode that we release. And please rate and review this episode wherever you listen because that helps us reach more people. That helps us reach more people to command their cadence and to choose life. So this week, pick one priority that you currently are not living. Define its cadence in your life. Command it. Command its cadence and choose life. And as you do this and choose life, remember that the life this world offers will run out. But the life that lasts from here into eternity is the life that is given through the grace and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for being here with us this week and look forward to being together again next week. Choose life.